From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. Hey guys, it's been a fun day for Adventures in the Holy Spirit. This is my second podcast of today, and we'll be talking about healings and miracles and capturing God on film. But before I jump into that, I want to encourage you, if you need to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, if you want power to witness, power for your life, power to overcome, and be empowered with the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God upon you, I've got a free PDF available for you. It's in the podcast description right here, right now. You could do this study one-on-one, you know, by yourself with church groups, small groups. And we've got testimonies of people receiving the precious baptism of the Holy Spirit going through that study. Guys, I'm excited for today's very special guest. I have Darren Wilson, who is the founder of Wanderlust Productions. He's an author. He produced Finger of God, Father of Lights, Holy Spirit, stories of just capturing God on film. And as some of you know, I went to film school a year and a half ago at YWAM Kona. So a big shout out to 24 Frames and all the staff there. But Darren was one of the inspirations behind me wanting to level up and start getting into filmmaking and documentary and capturing God on film. So please help me welcome Darren Wilson to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Darren. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man. Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure, Darren. So I've been following you for quite a while, a number of years. And as I'd shared with you, I've led students through all of your movies, Finger of God, mm-hmm. Father of Lights, Holy Spirit. And there's always scenes and things that makes a huge impact on them, words of knowledge, things like that. But how did you get into capturing God on film and what was your why to it? Okay, so basically God tricked me into doing it. So, you know, he gets what he wants. But no, before I started making these films, I was actually a full-time English professor at a university in Chicago and never I had never picked up a camera in my life I had no clue how to make a movie I had gone to, to graduate school I've got a master's in uh, or an MFA in screenwriting so I knew the world of film but I just didn't know I didn't know how to direct anything but I had a really profound and radical encounter with God in I think I believe it was 2006 in uh, up in Toronto and at the time I mean I was barely holding on to my faith I mean I'd grown up in the church but I was, I'd become kind of an academic and it's just God loves you didn't really mean a whole lot anymore I, I, I always believed but it was like I was just gonna kind of hold on by the skin of my teeth kind of thing you know what I mean he just like the power of God wasn't a real part of my life so I, I had this encounter with the Lord and I, I really believed him he was asking me to make this this film about basically strange things that Christians believe that's kind of how he got me because I was like well I could do that you know like because I think all these charismatics are nuts anyway but yeah my, my aunt and uncle actually had gone there a few months earlier and had actually both gotten gold teeth so that was one that was the kind of the thing that really woke me up of like okay this some of this supernatural stuff might actually be real because I could call everybody a liar except for that 
because I knew them. I grew up with them and I knew that they were telling the truth. Yeah, that kind of started me on this little journey. I think I, I borrowed like $20,000 from, from friends and family, mostly from my 94-year-old Mennonite grandmother. She bankrolled most a finger of God and uh, I thought I was making a short film and it turned on into just a, a feature film that wound up really just becoming this smash underground hit and kind of changed things. So that's kind of where it started, but I didn't know anything, man. I didn't know. My first interview was with Bill Johnson and it took me, I think, five minutes to figure out how to turn on the camera that I had borrowed from my school. I was, I did not know what I was doing. I was teaching myself stuff about filmmaking as I'm like on a flight to go film people. So it was pretty, it was pretty wild. But yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And then once Finger of God became a hit, it was off and running to the races. Well, a hit, I remember the first scene where your aunt says, God gave us gold teeth. <laughs> and it pauses and just, just that whole thing. It's, I remember taking teenagers through that movie and they their jaws would drop and they didn't yeah. understand the miracles that God was doing at that time. Gold teeth. I have a, a friend who uh, I went to a YWAM school 22, 23 years ago and her filling, which was in the form of a cross became a gold filling in the name of Jesus. Hmm. So that was pretty powerful. So what are some of the adventures? You've even got a production, a bunch of shows, Adventures with God, Adventures mm -hmm. in God. So I love those names because this is Adventures in the Spirit. Yeah. You know, what are some things that you've captured God on film and shown on the screen and streaming services? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's been 15 years of, of stuff, so I don't even know where to begin. I think probably, I mean, we filmed Blind Eyes Being Opened. I remember we filmed A Witch Doctor in, in South Africa for holy ghost i believe it was holy ghost reborn and yeah she's totally blind and you know by the time we were done with her she's like i can see it was it was pretty wild i mean a witch doctor of all people yeah we've just done, i've done a few things with witch doctors that's always been an interesting experience but just a lot of mostly what i try to capture i mean the miracles are great but i just i love the god encounters i love people seeing people encountering like jesus and the holy spirit because it's miracles are like a means to an end right like sometimes we we think that they're they're the main event, but they're not, they're just kind of the aroma that gets you into intimacy with God. At least that's what they're supposed to do. And those are the things that I love more than anything is seeing God take something that, that we do that's an, an impossible miracle or something, and then using it to like show this person how much he actually loves them and then seeing what that does to them. It, it never gets old. And it's honestly, it's what's fueled my, you know, all of these movies becoming what they are. And we, we don't market much, you know, it's, it's all word of mouth. When you see God move, it's one of the most powerful things you can witness. Well, I love it. And, and you mentioned the key thing, it's intimacy with God. You've captured beautiful moments of people worshiping, of praying, spending time in the presence of God. And I think that's conveyed very well through your movies. And people just need to know, we, we need to seek the face of Jesus, but we also need to understand signs and wonders follow us. We don't follow them, you know, but right. I'd encourage people to go, go learn as much as possible. And all those things flow out of our times with God. So you've got this new movie coming out in mm -hmm. select theaters on june 6th i believe yes, yes. and it's, it's called the god man i would love for you to share the inspiration behind that and some of the stories from that yeah I'd love to. So the God man's been on my heart for at least 10 years now. I've, I've always known that this kind of this big journey that I've been on, this 15 year journey, it was going to end with this movie because it was always going to end with Jesus. And so it took about three years to actually produce it, to actually make it because of the pandemic. But no, it, what I wanted to do from the get go was to try to make a Jesus film for a new generation. And I have no idea if I did it, but the few, the people who are starting to see it are, are telling me that I did. No, I really, I just, 
you know, the world's just on fire right now, man. I mean, it is just everybody hates everybody. And being a Christian is like one of the worst things you can be. <laughs> it's kind of thing. It's like, it's just crazy. What's what's good is evil and what's evil is called good. It's like, it's wild. So I just wanted to kind of cut through all of the social stuff, the political stuff, and just get to like the purity of who exactly is Jesus, you know, and, and what exactly has he done for you? And, you know, it's... It, there's even a line in the movie that's like it's not about trying to get you to join a religious club or like to become a, a political pundit or be a religious nut. It's about having a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the God of the universe, with with Jesus. So really, it, it's been a it's been a terrifying film to make because it's like this is one I can't screw up. It, I've I've really tried to keep it as pure and holy as possible. You know, more so even than than the other films. And what's been great is you know it had been about seven years since I had picked up a camera to, to direct. Because I moved away and kind of was doing TV shows and producing and stuff. So coming back after seven years and be like, do I even know how to do this anymore? Do I even know how to hear God anymore for this kind of stuff? Because it's it's pretty unique. Sure enough, I mean, he made it super simple. I mean, for the vast majority of the movie, it was given to me through dreams. There's one thing that, that's never happened to me before where he actually, I had a dream where he told me exactly where to go in the world to film. And even told me kind of what, what to film when I got there in the dream. It was it was wild. Like, I, I don't want to say too much about it because it's, it's a big, big thing at the end of the movie that I want you guys to see and be surprised by just stuff like that where it's like i wake up and i'm like does this place even exist in the world i never even heard of it and then look on my phone and there it is you know so god was super faithful and everywhere we went it was just as always he just he just shows up because he just loves people oh that's so good he shows up because he loves people your type of filming capturing god on film being led by the spirit i want to encourage people you know go for it if god has given you a mandate be led by the spirit people god still speaks today God speaks in numerous ways, and we need to be open to that. And we need more content. We need more movies, productions, documentaries, books, you name it, for the spirit-empowered life right now. And those films, just they've impacted millions of lives, hmm. and, and they capture some things. I mean, I still remember the whole dramatic scene of, I think it was in Finger of God, going into the Temple of the Mount, right? Oh, that's a Father of Lights. Father, Father of Lights. Of lights. Yeah. Okay. But still, like... Wow, what an incredible moment. What a divine thing for that to yeah. happen. I've been able to visit the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't go in. Okay. Like, just, <laughs> it's I, not you know, but here it is. Like, here's this yeah. camera. Boom, you know, following. Hey, boom, the door's open. And you yeah. get to pray in a place like that. So I think that that has inspired millions of people. And as I'd shared earlier, I've led teams, you know, teen interns when I was a youth pastor years ago in Jacksonville, North Carolina. They love those movies and they would just be bold and courageous and encouraged for that. So with The God Man, what are you hoping people will experience when they're watching it in theaters or when they stream it? Yes. So for this one was tough. There's a really fine line that I was going for with this one that I haven't in the past, which is I wanted it to, to really be as impactful for believers as it is for non-believers. So like people who don't know Jesus, I want them to encounter the actual Jesus, right? Like the actual pure, raw, this is who he is and this is what he feels about you and this is what he's offering you. But then for Christians, it's like I wanted to... I always try to make these movies for kind of like, well, current me, but also old me, which is just like, I, I wanted to re you to reconnect with your first love. And so, you know, I think from what we're, what we're hearing with this movie is, is I think we're able to accomplish both where, where Christians are just getting radically rocked, but then people who are watching, they're like, yeah, I want this Jesus. If this is who Jesus is, then I want it. And so that's really the, what we're going for is just to, to introduce everybody or to reintroduce everybody to who Jesus really is. That's the goal. Yeah. I love that. So it's being billed as probably the most controversial film you've done yet. And I was kind of curious why you say that in that. So, yeah. So we, we look at it. It's, it's 
it's not the most controversial. I would call it the most dangerous film. Most dangerous, okay. dangerous film that. I've ever made. And the reason it's dangerous is because once you see it, you cannot unsee it. You know, once you experience who Jesus truly is, like you can't un, you can't, you can no longer, you have no longer have plausible deniability, right? And so, like, and Jesus demands a choice. Like it's, it's me or it's, I'm the only way to the father. He says, it's the only way to the father is through me. And you have to make a choice after watching this movie and not making a choice is making a choice. And so really it's like, are you sure? Are you sure? You sure you want to watch this movie? Because you're going to be left with a question that, that an eternal question that you're going to have to answer yourself. And no one's going to force anything on you, but just make sure you actually are, are up for <laughs> up for seeing this and for what it may do to your life. So that's why we're calling it kind of the most dangerous film I've ever made. Yeah, that's awesome. So can you share something that you captured? I know that you, you traveled to numerous places. One of those places was Alaska. Can you share something about that? Yeah, so we went, the, the main kind of spots we went to for this one were Alaska and then Rio de Janeiro and Roatan, Honduras. And in Alaska, it was, again, it was another thing that was from a dream. So basically, I, I, I knew... I always had a sense that I was supposed to film in Alaska, even for, for years and years leading up to when we finally did this, but I didn't know where. I just had the sense inside. And so I remember I looked, I opened a map one morning. It was like, God, just show me where to go film. And this was like when I was just starting to like really plan everything. And I'm just looking around the map and just, you know, everything, all the little towns I see, they all look, I call them, they just look cold. They didn't, they just look like, you know, dots on a map. Then I saw this little town called Hope, uh, Hope, Alaska. And for some, it just, it looked, it looked hot to me. It was like that, that, and I just knew, I'm like, I think that's where I'm supposed to go. And so I didn't know anything about it. I just knew it looked very small. I did a little tiny bit of research and I'm like, oh, this looks, this looks like an interesting little place but it was like super super small 150 people total in this the city like no hotel within like an hour and a half i mean it was like it's it's in the middle of nowhere and i'm like god i one do you even want me to go there right so just like make it clear and then i remember i just like closed my ipad and went about my day that night i had a dream and this is actually in the movie as well i had a dream that night where i was in a i was in the arctic and i was looking out over this big body of water and i saw there's a giant glacier in the middle of the water and i just knew in my dream i have to get to that glacier to film i have to film there and so my crew was i had a film crew with me and we just started walking into the water and once it reached my chest i woke up and i just knew i knew that hope was where i was supposed to go but then it's like okay so how do we even get there like how it's so remote and there's no place to house a crew or anything and again the movie will show just how god just orchestrated everything to make it just just rolled out the red carpet made it very 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 easy for us to be able to come in there and the goal there was wasn't to do anything like usually in the past films a lot of times what we do is i have these big personalities and big ministers and stuff and we'll come in and we kind of blow in blow up and blow out you know this one i wanted to be more like just about what christianity is supposed to be which is like friendship it's supposed to be like fellowship with people do you know what I mean like getting to know people so we just basically went there for a week with no agenda just we just want to get to know this little town and get to know these people and whatever we can bring of, of Jesus we're gonna bring and let's let God decide everything else because he's the one who's sending us here and so it just wound up being just a beautiful beautiful week of, of filming and so that's kind of the first big adventure that we do in the in the movie how do you think that movies like yours can reach people around the world like differently compared to other forms of outreach I mean I bless every form of outreach, whether it's crusades and things like that. But, you know, like say this podcast, a lot of people in Pakistan will put it on their satellite channels and there will be people, you know, saying, I saw you on TV. And I've been told that Pakistan, everybody has a, a TV in their bedroom. And so they're mm. watching. So content like this gets repurposed and distributed yeah. on all kinds of different platforms. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? 
my wife and I have a free e-course available for you called The Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people received the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with a divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. So what are you seeing, I guess, for the future with content like this and how it can reach more people differently? Well, yeah, I mean, it's becoming easier and easier to do just that. I mean, the whole industry is just getting disrupted by the web and, and this kind of stuff and podcasts. And, and I've just seen over and over again, what I love about making the films that I make is it's 90 minutes to two hours, but you get the full immersive experience of what God is doing around the world and what he can actually do for you and inside of you as well. You don't have to go to some event. You don't have to listen to a guy on a stage. You can actually just watch and see for yourself what God is doing. And my hope is that more people will start doing stuff like this just because most documentaries will go in and be like, okay, God did this. And what I'd like to do with mine is to show you, look at what God is doing in this exact moment. So we're actually filming God doing God things live. And that's what's super fun. And it's also absolutely terrifying. But I think that's what really people really respond to because it's not just, you, you're seeing it with your own eyes. And I think that's what that's what makes media so awesome is you can actually see and hear with yourself. You don't have to just trust what somebody's saying. What would you say to someone, say they're a Christian. I've, I've asked uh, another guest before, Christopher Jones, who is one of the producers of Nefarious, I'd asked him, what would you say to a young person or someone who's curious or thinking about getting involved in media and movies, maybe working directly in Hollywood? What would you say to them if they're thinking about it, but some people are saying, no, don't do it? Oh, gosh. Okay. I had a, a guy who used to work at the same college where I, where I taught. And he, he was a bit before my time, but he came back, we became friends. And he actually was one of the guys who created the TV show Home Improvement. He's one of the creators of that. And he also worked on Roseanne and all this other stuff. So he was a big name in Hollywood. And he would tell me, Christians think that Hollywood's so terrible because they think that Hollywood hates Christians. He said, that's not true. Hollywood doesn't know any Christians. Mm -hmm. So the only experience they have with Christianity is people, the mean Christians, the angry Christians who are writing them, telling them they're going to hell. So obviously, like if they're going to portray a faith-based or a Christian person, it's going to be somebody who's judgmental. And he said, the problem, what Hollywood needs isn't more Christian films. Hollywood needs more Christian workers just to be around them and be like, oh wait, you're not a judgmental person. You're not a horrible person, you know? And then they can be transformed by relationships. So I would say, go for it. And anybody who says, stay away from that, it's too dirty. Well, you're thinking just too small. Your God's a little too small, in my opinion. I mean, he can, he can take care of anything. He can protect anything. He can open any door. I've seen it. So I would just say, go for it. And if you don't know where to start, pick up your phone. It's, it's one of the best video cameras out there in the world today. It's, and it's, everybody's got one. So you start small, but you also have to learn your craft. There's a lot of things that go into it. No, I mean, just, I get that question all the time. Like, how do I get started? Well, you, you get started by getting started. I love that. I'll say my kids. One of the secrets is my daughter can edit my podcast episodes, right? <laughs> and there is a commission uh, available. Of course, of course. And then just the other day, 
day, my son Malachi, so Lydia and Malachi are twins, and Malachi came up with like this 30 second, one minute evangelistic commercial and filmed it on my phone. I currently, in time, I'll have the DSLR cameras and switch and, you know, all yeah. different angles and stuff like that. But for now, it's, I can currently use my phone and edit it and things like that. Sure, there's a lot of content out there. There's you know, TikTok, Instagram, all kinds of stuff out there. But when it's anointed, yeah. you don't have to promote yourself. Right. And I think that that's something that, that is key for people to hear because like you said, it's organic for your movies. The marketing and things like that is just mostly word of mouth. And that's because it's anointed. Mm. And again, it impacted my life. So Darren, can you pray for people right now? Pray for them to get new ideas, new inventions and things like that. And yeah start just shining Jesus right where they are in whatever capacity God has them in. Yeah. Well, Father, I just pray for everybody who's listening to this, Lord, and I just ask for an explosion of your creativity from heaven. God, I ask for breakthrough ideas. I ask that you will overcome the fears and the hangups that so many people have that, that don't think they're worthy, that don't think they have, they can do what the call that they feel is on their life. And uh, Father, I just ask that you will take them by the hand and you will walk them step by step, inch by inch down the road in the paths that you want them to go on. Father, I just ask for a stirring of hearts, a stirring of your creative spirit in everyone who's listening to this. Even if they're not a quote-unquote creative, Lord, even just in their own families, in their place of, of work, just how they even interact with people, that you will just begin to open up new creative ideas for them in every aspect of their life. And just pour out your spirit, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Darren, what is the best way for people to get more information about your new movie, The God Man? Yeah, so we have a website where it's kind of like every possible way that you could access this movie is there. So it's called thegodmanfilm.com. Thegodmanfilm.com is where you'll go. And so there you can go to theaters. You can see if there's a theater near you. It'll be in about 800 theaters on June 6th, one night only around the U.S. So you can see it where a theater that's close to you. If there's not a theater close to you or if you're overseas, there's a couple of other options for you there as well. You can actually bring it to your church. If you have a church that's outside of about 25, I think it's like a 25 mile radius of a theater, or you can actually stream it. There's an option to be able to stream it through your home starting on June 6th as well. So those will all be on thegodmanfilm.com. And you can actually also pre-order the film. We'll do that there as well here pretty soon. So that's the kind of one-stop shop for everything thegodmanfilm.com. That's where we want to go. So I've got that on the screen, thegodmanfilm.com. But I also want to encourage people to check out wpfilm.com as well. Check out all the other previous content, the TV series, all the movies and the books that Darren has. I had no idea how many books you released. And I told my wife, I need to get a hold of some of these. So Darren, thank you so much for being my special guest on Adventures in the Spirit. And I want to encourage people to share this episode, text it, tweet it, send it to people who are thinking about acting, filming, directing, producing, working in Hollywood, content creators. But also I want to encourage you, if you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that PDF is available for you in the podcast description. Darren, thank you so much for this amazing time and doing what you're doing for Jesus' glory, brother. Thanks for having me, Jared. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. 
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.